Let me ask you something. Have you realized that what happens in your mind actually shows up in your reality? Are you living your dream life or your worry life? Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast, where we will reverse engineer what our wonderful and successful guests have done to create a life that they love. So you can too. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Dream Team Podcast with Lisa Hamilton-Smith and Marissa Manrique. And guest today is Maria Portugal. That's a nice <laughs> name because unlike Marissa Manrique, your name is really easy to pronounce, Maria Portugal. How lovely to have you. And, and just so uh, for those of you on the podcast, uh, she's sitting in, on a beach. So she's talking to us from a beach and I'm incredibly envious because I quite like to be on a beach as well. But uh, sadly not. So anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. Marissa, would you like to tell us a little bit more about our guest before we start? Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Well, I'm actually, she's no more like Charito. You know, usually she's Maria del Rosario. So she's more known as Charito. Everybody knows her as that. Uh, <laughs> so welcome, welcome very much. She's the owner, founder of HANA, <laughs> which is an academy here, an institute here of uh, health and well-being. Actually, I'd studied my formation in batch flower remedies in Charito's Academy. So that's why I know her and I wanted to have her as a guest. So welcome, my dear. Welcome. So Thank you very Maria. much, Marisa. I, I'm very... We might have a... <laughs> yeah, I think we're we might... having a little bit of a, uh, an interference Lag. with the internet, so we'll, we'll let you talk. <laughs> yes, we won't. Yes. So Maria, tell us. Tell us if you would. Um, you you have your bark flower remedy business, but was that where you started in life, or did you have different plans when you started out in life? Did you even have bark flower remedies in your head when you started out and went off? You know, uh, when you were younger. Tell us your story. What were your dreams? What were you hoping to do? And then explain to us how you got to where you are now. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lisa. Well, first, it's an honor to be here. To uh, Thank you to Marisa, to you, to consider me like any kind of inspiration uh, in my story, no? in yes, my life yes. story. This is a great honor. I'm happy to do it. A little bit shy, but I will try to do it. <laughs> uh, so, well, when I was little, I was recalling to tell Marisa a little bit about me that I used to be a very dreamy girl, no? Mm -hmm. I, I used to have these dreams of getting bigger and helping the world in some, in some way that I didn't know, really, no? Uh, I, I, as a girl, I liked to be a biologist when I was 10. I remember I, I was dreaming to go to England, actually, to study their biology then because I love nature no but then I start growing up I also like art I like to listen to people so when I was like teen I thought about psychology but not like seemed to really fit so by the time I was ready to get out of school I really didn't know what to study no uh -huh. and Science in my school were awful, so I like quit that dream of being 
being a biologist, art was like a private thing for me. And I thought at that time that psychology was very like theoretical. Theoretical? I don't know yep. if the word is... Theoretical. Right. Yeah, it's Okay, thank you. So I I was kind of not convinced, no? And so I decided to study business administration, quite different to all the other options, no? Uh, maybe influenced by friends and family at that time, but also because I, I was not sure of what to do at that time, no? And it seemed like a toolbox for something that will appear later, no? Yeah. And in the end, it, it happened, no? So I was telling Marisa that now I'm 45, I am much more faithful, no, because I have uh, be able to witness how life has a wonderful order and wisdom, no, and, uh, and guidance. So yeah. I yeah. feel felt very guided, like in the whole process of my life, no. Mm. That... So short, long story short, <laughs> in the no, end, I got no, to... We have your story. We have your story. Of, yeah, so now I work with flowers, so it's kind of biology in a way, and with nature, but re remedies that come from nature, no? Uh, I have studied some holistic science uh, certificate in a UK college, kind of the dream I had when I was little. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that the work mm -hmm. I do in Hannah, the center is called San Hana. Hana means flower. Uh, also means like heaven and mm. so I think flowers are like a little bit piece of heaven on earth Aww. and also I work with people I do therapies I'm not a psychologist but a traditional one but mm -hmm. maybe a transpersonal one so in the end uh, all that the dots like got to join together no like so yeah. so that's kind of my life story in a short the shortened version. <laughs> okay, so um, you have you have children. Red, you have children. Yeah, well, I have three daughters. <laughs> I love them very much. I didn't mention that in the personal part. I had this very important and big dream to be a mother. Also, since ah. I was very little, I was sure I can left out all other things, but this not like this was like a core important life task for me. I, I wanted a family. I wanted to experience love in a couple. Yes. That was yes. also very important for me. I was very romantic. Oh. So in the end, this family and mother, uh, yeah, dream uh, was a core one. And I'm happy to say it did happen, no? <laughs> oh, so um, that's yeah. interesting. So. Where, I'm just going to be nosy now because I can. So what what was driving you to be a mother? Was it because you had a lovely mother and you thought what a beautiful thing to have to be a mom like my mother? Or did it just come from instinctually you just thought that felt like a lovely thing to be romantic and have children? What, what drove that? Just curious. Well, I think that both things. I, I was very close to my mother as a child and as a teenager. I had a good relationship with her, no? and well, but but she worked. She was a working mother. She was a lawyer. No? Uh -huh. She's a lawyer actually. Uh, okay. So uh, she was very present, but she was not there all the time. So maybe I did appreciate a lot her way mm. of being a mother, but I also missed her in some 
an important moment, no? Okay. So maybe that, and also I think it was deeper than that, no? I had this calling, mm -hmm. no? A, mm -hmm. a deep calling to do it, not a thinking. <laughs> um, so did you, I mean, when did you start imagining yourself having a big family? The three, three children is quite large. I mean, the average is sort of 1.8, I think, in the whole world or something. <laughs> you know, in Europe, in European, anyway, it is. I don't know, in South America. But um, so did, was that something even as a child you saw? Or was that something that sort of you started thinking about when you became a teenager? So I'm going to get married and I'm going to have a big family. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Maybe Peru is, is a different culture, no? But at my at my time, I think like most girls consider that as like a, something that was going to happen yeah. uh, sooner or later. Yeah. But then for me it was very important. So I really wish that, no? And I, mm -hmm. I used to think how they they the kids will be mm -hmm. and the names and things like that you know uh, oh, oh so you oh, really yeah. yeah you know you really planned it so that's quite interesting so marissa what i'm noticing with maria is that she set her intention there was never any wavering or doubt that she was going to be a mother and um she didn't actually have to even sort of have it as a dream because it, it seems to bypass that stage it's just yes. that was an intention she was here she was going to be a mother she was going to have a lovely family and that was a that was a done deal from the moment you could really think that such yeah, a thing could exist. Actually, so. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, that's, that's what I was thinking. So maybe um, is it that you had that certainty, you know, that you had your family life and your couple's life, and you were so certain that you didn't even think of having to do much work on that. Mm. Right? Also, not, I don't not know if that me. makes sense. No, because also, I was, no? yeah, I, I did have the certainty. I was going to mention, like, I have had many certainties, like, in my life. Mm -hmm. Not maybe many, but some important ones, you No, know? And when I felt those certainties, I, I have no doubts. Well, it's that, that's the certainty oh, feeling, you no? Know? Like, doubt. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that it hasn't been difficult in, in many times in many ways, you no? Know? For example, uh, even though I was very romantic and like love prone, I, I hadn't had, I didn't have a, a, an important like boyfriend really until I was kind of 20, you know? I had some before, uh -huh. but it, not like I Nothing felt really important. Yeah, no. And I was like in love of love, but it didn't seem to, to happen at that time, you no? Know? Mm -hmm. And also then when I fell in love first time, kind of 18, I discovered I, w I had many fears. So that took me to therapy, no, actually. Wow. And I can say that there I start like my life path in, in being a therapist later, no, because I oh. took my therapy very seriously, no, like a, like a serious commitment because I, I kind of suffer at that age. Mm -hmm. Love. And I realized a lot was because of me so oh, really? I, said, okay. I said to myself like well if I ha want to have this family and I want to do it like right I, I need to start soon working in myself mm -hmm. so that's where yeah. it all started really <laughs> ah. oh but that's a very important approach because actually you did do the work so you did have a dream 
maybe were you conscious of that dream or maybe you were not conscious of the dream but then you had a vision of yourself of the type of mother of the type of wife yet you wanted to be and you had to become that you know once you realized yeah that this relationship that you had you know you fell in love and all of a sudden all of these fears and then you kind of projected you know to the future and kind of worked on yourself to become this amazing wife and this amazing mother and then when you had this uh this security this fulfillment you went on to building a business can you relate to that do you think that's you know something like the path that you've been i think that business yeah like i think that things come when you're ready that's like my mm -hmm. my learning no like mm -hmm. it's not that you say now I'm ready for this and it's more like it happens, no? Uh, but it happens when you're ready for it, no? And uh, mm -hmm. I have talked before like of this faith, I, I feel I, I am developing in this life, like because it's like kind of uh, magical and like very amazing for me, how things appear always in the exact moment in the correct like time and place and maybe mm -hmm. not always when i think when i wish no mm -hmm. but always like in the perfect time and place no so i'm learning trust mm -hmm. no? wow yeah. so that yeah so we do get quite a few of our guests talk about having this trust that things are actually working out and i think tony robbins always says you know life is happening for us not to us we think life is happening to us it's actually yeah. happening for us and for you can't us. always you know and if you can trust in that and know in that then you can be a little mm -hmm. bit more relaxed as things sort of unravel and go like okay this isn't looking so good but on the other side of this I'm, it'll get better because that's obviously what's going to happen so that so that's me, lovely also let me ask you this this kind of uh, guidance feeling that you've always had to prepare yourself and then things will be ready were you like that always or was it a time that you learned to actually Kind of, I don't know if maybe all in your life it seemed like everything falls into place always or you had to struggle first yes. and then learn and had that that security and then <laughs> things start to happen you know because yes. it's a process yes 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 also, yeah both no I I had this kind of faith inside and moments of certainty but I have had many moments of doubts also of fears mm. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. also I have had times in my life where I have felt like depressed or sad or empty or longing for something mm -hmm. I felt I was maybe not going to find uh, so then mm -hmm. the doubt in no and uh, yeah of course and some moments of anguish and of yeah like kind of, of yeah, despair why mm -hmm. not you know uh, yeah, so now it does need to be human. It's not condition. that I don't have it then. <laughs> yeah, and also now, no, because it's not like my life is now perfect and ready, no. Uh, mm -hmm. I I'm living now many of my childhood teen dreams, no. Uh, oh. But now other dreams are emerging and other goals and challenges too, no, because li life is this like you know this balance up no? and down mm -hmm. yeah and so you learn to trust also you i have felt 
they're having some moments of how do you say like trial like being like proved yes yes uh, yes well, yeah like, tested. yeah being tested. tested yeah well but yeah tested yeah that i remember my first patient that he was a beautiful boy uh, that the son of a friend of yeah of my of my husband no she was not my really close friend when she became my patient and she was my first patient the first person that some in some point told me i want to pay you for this no because i i didn't study like a career for being yeah. a, a psychologist or therapist yes. not yes. not at the beginning no yeah and so i developed this very close bonding with this mother and this son and now they are both dead like oh. and one yeah first she died in an accident <gasps> and five years later uh, the boy also oh, died no. uh, from a can yeah from cancer but more from a heart attack in that day he was uh, he has his proof his biopsy you uh -huh. know biopsy no yeah. if he, he had he had a cough and they took him to the hospital to see because the cough was not going and they discovered he had this huge tumor on top oh. of the heart very oh. symbolic because i think of his mother passing mm -hmm. and and then in the day they put this tube in his throat for the biopsy he had this heart attack oh. and he was 15 That's days good. in you know like yeah not alive really and and then he passed you know and so that was a huge test for me because yeah. at that moment i felt like this yeah. is all wrong yeah. <laughs> all wrong yes yes <laughs> all the work that you did and all the working with your patient and all this belief and then he goes and dies yeah. oh my god that yeah. must have been must very be hard yeah. yeah and how do you how do you cope with your belief because that actually makes you doubt if you are on the right path with this holistic view that now we know due to science that is true science now has been able to prove yeah. so many things but maybe back then when you started how do you cope and kind of because you must have had lots of doubts what am i doing with the flowers does this work does this the art and the therapy how do you manage that well uh, when 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 the mother died that she became my friend she she died in a car accident and she was with her youngest daughter in the car but the girl was perfect not well perfect but she had presence you know the accident with her mother and then passed through her death no mm. so i was very sad at that moment that uh, i remember i did reiki this kind of healing mm -hmm. uh, like distance reiki to her and i thought she was dying first when uh, this was not a certainty that she was going to die because she had the accident but at the beginning they thought she was going to survive no and i felt and i felt anguish no like no you cannot die and the children and i had this kind of communication with her like in my head and then i felt like all her anguish and then i felt like yeah it's okay you you go and we will handle here i like told her no like we will take care of the kids like you go in peace and i kind of was not happy but kind kind of acceptance no but mm -hmm. then when five years later 
this happened to the boy and the, the younger sister. She she lost her mother and his and only brother. No, I I then felt so angry, like because mm. I was in pain, but because I couldn't yeah. handle that yeah. the father and the girl, and I was angry, like like how on earth and this could be right in any way, you know, and like what for? And then something special happened, but don't want to make it long but I received like a sign my my friend was a painter and we had a design a moon calendar together and she made the, the portrait mm -hmm. and that portrait she made it for me because I told her how I wanted you know oh. and then another friend that didn't knew her that bought the calendar many years ago she came the day I was more angry coming from the hospital feeling all these frustration and pain and you know this like rebellion inside and she came to visit this other friend that didn't know these people and she said I I bring this gift for your daughter for Christmas I made it myself it's special she told me and so she had mailed this mobile mobile like this mobile? Thing you yeah. hung out from the city you know yeah from the portrait of the moon calendar and she had sued it so the woman in the moon appeared there and it was like seeing my friend. And oh. I felt like my friend was telling me like, it's all right. Like oh, I am gosh. here, it's all right, you know? Oh my wow. God. Wow, that's an amazing story. Huh, yeah. What an experience, oh my God. So, and how, how the, was that a sign? Did that make you feel better? The dino did that give you some sense of peace? How do you transform yes. that anger and pain into that? Yeah, it, I, I had this certainty that everything was how it had to be and that she was there, like, you know, like she was in charge. Mm -hmm. And so I released, no, I, I was able to feel sad, but not angry anymore, no? Oh, and okay. so then things went better for for the girl and his father well that's another story but mm -hmm. uh, like that there have been other moments no as when i was in university for example i feel very empty no i was there because you had I to, be. to be there but yeah but i didn't felt i have found my place no and so there were many moments of feeling like i don't fit here uh, and I felt a lot of longing for something more, but I, I didn't know what. And exactly. that was mm -hmm. many years, not like a few days or months. Mm -hmm. no? So uh, mm -hmm. now I'm seeing my older daughter passing through a similar process in her own style. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. good to see it as a mother, no? because I, I tell her, like, uh, you have to be patient. Mm -hmm. no? Things will appear when we'll you're ready. Up. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's like a plan you have to trust, no? That in, mm. in, in a moment, everything fits together mm -hmm. and it has sense, no? Even now you cannot see it, no? So, mm. yes. And, and does she, does, is it easy for her? Because I think as a, as a parent, you know, Liz is a mother, you are a mother, I'm a mother. And this is, I think, one of the reasons the three of us are in this business trying to help other people because we've yeah. been through so many hardships and we've transformed 
But the, the one thing I always want to convey for listeners out there and for everybody is that how do you do you do that process? Because, for example, now with your daughter, you are there just to guide her, but you have to let her go through the process and go yes. through the pain. Well, right? I let her so she'll find her dream. I, yeah. So sometimes I feel a little bit sorry because I, I know how it feels, no? And I know it's not easy and yeah, it's one thing to say it and one thing is to leave it, no? And <laughs> as I say, it's not like few days of uncertainty. It can be some years, no? Until you find yourself or find your place mm -hmm. or find sense to all mm -hmm. your like life, no? Mm -hmm. uh, but I have trust, no, because it happened to me. So I, I transmit that trust to her, no, like uh, I also hold a vision of her, like in the future, oh, I have okay. this certainty, no, she will, she will reach her place, her dreams. I'm, I'm kind of positive on that, no, I don't think that she will get rid of challenges or pain because I know that yeah, that's part of life. life is. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, um, so you've got a vision I, for your daughter. Yes, that's, that's interesting how like it goes down the generation. So did your mother have a vision for you, do you think? Did your mother have a vision for you? Do you remember? I don't know. I think all parents have one. No, I think she had a vision on me yes she was a very good mother in in, in the time in her way uh, she encouraged all the three of us we were three also mm -hmm. had a brother and a sister she really like developed each of our talents she had this like vision to see like each other each one's talents and you know oh. and character yeah and she was like yeah she bought me biographies and books and bring me puzzles and put me in class Sounds like she was wise. my brother also but other things you know so i think she had ex expectatives yes yes expectations I, she lost a daughter before me when she was when the baby was oh. born so it, this was difficult and then i came two years after so I think that with me she had many fears but also many expectatives to like fulfill so mm -hmm. I was kind of a good daughter for a long, long time to her but you know when I went out of the house when I married really uh, things change no because I kind of start uh, discovering myself also all the time mm -hmm. I lived in parents house I was very like, you know, very good daughter, like meeting oh. all that was expected of me, you know? Yeah. And my mother was very Catholic. So I was very Catholic. I was a good student. I, yeah, that kind. But very then I girl. start living by myself. Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. I, for example, first year of marriage, I discovered I didn't want to buy more meat. And it was <laughs> like a feeling because at that time in Peru, it was not of a trend to be a veggie no uh -huh. and so i went to the supermarket and and i said like mm -mm. and so i stopped buying the meat and my mm -hmm. mother was a total carnivore you know so, like 
a meat lover. <laughs> and so then I left uh, going to mass. Not I didn't never stop believing in in the spiritual yeah, world faith? like you can call it. No, no, I never. And but she didn't understood. No, I yeah. start like raising my ch my my daughters in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, more modern, I, maybe I didn't vaccinate them. You know, my uh -huh. my parents were doctors, lovers, very like you know. Yes. Trust then, trust the doctors exactly. I didn't. I didn't yeah yeah but i never planned it it just mm -hmm. happened you know that's why i told you like things emerge mm -hmm. no and mm -hmm. you keep discovering yourself in that in the process no yeah so oh i love that discovering yourself was very resented mm. oh yeah i, I can yeah. i can because it's such a different and the funny thing is that people that are more um earthly usually kind of have a problem of understanding people that are more connected to the spiritual part because mm -hmm. they can't see it they can't sense it you know yeah. they can't so they question it and it's ironic that it's it's not that it's never been there it's just that we are limited and we don't have the capability to see it but then there are some people like you that have this uh, strong instinct mm -hmm. and just kind of trust it and just kind of follow it and then it always comes through and then kind of in the same sense as people are always worrying and the universe always comes through and confirms their worries. So they know that they happen. In your case, you kind of always had that sense and trust and the universe in the same way confirmed that you were right mm -hmm. and always confirmed what you really trusted on. Right. Yeah. So and, and now, for example, in the transformation of you know, having that sense of, of uh, wholeness with your family and then finding all these uh, the business parts, the business side of yourself, actually using that part of the studies that you didn't even like and you felt depressed, but then that actually make help you in creating and building this amazing business, right? Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about that story? Yeah, that, that's why I tell you told you that I trust now more in life because I feel how that you join the dots, no? So the, the dots get joined <laughs> in the end, no? And yeah, uh, they yeah. Connect, get connected, yeah. Uh, also, well, I think that's something important to mention is that I think my husband also had an important role in all this process mm. uh, in the business part mm -hmm. and also in the family and also in the self-discovery part because I think I felt so and I, oh, yeah, I didn't important. plan it, but I also felt I feel like kind of loved and, I, and that he kind of gave me permission to like uh, discover myself and unfold. You no, know? it's not that I don't want to blame that my parents didn't you know, but when I went out, this all kind of happened with him. You no, know? so mm -hmm. I wanted to mention and and then about yeah. the business part. I don't mean a couple, you mean? So do you yeah. mean, sorry to, to interrupt, kind of give, not mean a, because, you know, for the people that have other type of belief, it's not like he gave you permission, like in a macho no, or no, feminist no. type of way, but kind of a team, right? When you kind of support each other and give you that way, that permission to be yourself, not to have to become something like, you know, like a package deal, like the, 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 the person that you're supposed to be, right? Yeah. So he kind of gave you that. You both, each other, gave you that way to find yourself, right? 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. That that I think it was like an important ingredient in our relationship, no? Uh, because I I had other boyfriends before uh, that I loved, but I didn't feel I can be totally myself with, no? Like mm-hmm. so maybe that was a learning in my mm, partner yeah. romantic loving process before, no? So. But it's also, it's all about yourself also, no? But but it's because when you give you permission to be yourself, then you find a person that that supports that too, no? So it's, yeah, it's more from inside than the other way. But well, the thing is that uh, when I uh, met him, uh, I was working in Procter & Gamble, I know, in Natura first, in Natura, that, that this huge cosmetic the Brazilian uh, cosmetic company Brazilian yeah. company that it's a beautiful company actually I had to say it it has a lot of soul mm. I learned that I think that, that that was the gift of that experience no that a company can be a loving a soulful place mm. and being mm. no uh, also I and didn't still be successful yeah yeah mm-hmm. I did I didn't do Natura before I entered, but then when I was there, I discovered all this and I was like, so happy, (laughs) no, because uh, everything was soulful there, even the the packaging, the ingredients, the way they they extract the ingredients, how they work with the communities, uh, even the marketing words they use to promote their, their products. They give like these soulful messages, no? And so mm-hmm. it was a very nurturing experience for me, no? After going out of college, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went to Procter and Gamble, uh, that it's not so soft <laughs> like as Natura. <laughs> yeah, I'm like more, yeah, more masculine energy. If you went uh-huh. to Natura, yeah. it was more feminine. But Procter was a wonderful company too. No, it it really treats you very good as an employee. It gave you more than you expected, so it it oh, okay. it developed this like commitment, no, inside you. And they also sent me to a wonderful workshop of many of some days in Venezuela, where I met these wonderful guides. And so things I learned in Proctor, and mm. they didn't send everybody. I was kind of choose of my team for that. So everything mm-hmm. keep like, you know, adding to the process. Coming no? together. But then I, I knew I wanted to be a mother. So when I get married at 24 and became a mother at 25. Wow. Very, very cool. You want to hang out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then I quit, no, to Proctor to like raise my child, no. And. Mm-hmm. Then I I didn't work for a while. I was like a full time mother full-time in household. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at that same time, I kept studying. I have started in Proctor to study some healing psychosomatic uh, education program. That I mm-hmm. I went in for myself, never thinking to become a therapist. You no. Know? Then I discovered batch flower remedies when I was pregnant of that, that child, no, mm-hmm. nine months. I I was amazed by the beauty of the flowers. So mm-hmm. I started reading in Peru. You you were not able to to went anywhere to study there mm-hmm. at that time. So I 
I like kind of self discovery. And then I kept like being a mother and studying these things, doing my research, reading. And then at time mm -hmm. uh, when my older kid was kind of five, yes, you know, and the second one kind of one and a half, this idea popped in my mind, no? Like why we don't have this in Peru? Este, why do I have mm. to bring it from England when somebody travels, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I apply for a, how do you say, a distribu distribution? Yeah, and then my proctor and university part appeared <laughs> to do that business research and, uh, business you know, plan. put it in words. Yeah, yeah. And I was lucky lucky no because the the girl in the in nelson's is the laboratory that sells me the yeah. bachelor remedy in the UK. Mm -hmm. and so in the uk yes and they were not uh, thinking to receive more distributors at that time and uh, less in latin america because they thought these were very little markets no yeah. uh, but it happened mm -hmm. that the girl girl had had a boyfriend, a Peruvian boyfriend, the UK girl, and oh. that, that year, and she just broke, no? So she was kind of nostalgic, and I was Peruvian, so... so you got so, the so, because Peruvian. of the ex-boyfriend. That's something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And that actually opened okay, the path yeah, for she, you, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she gave me the chance, no? She told me, well, yeah, do the business plan, and we will see, no? And so I did it, I did it right. I, I enjoyed also doing the research, finding out that in Peru people were very interested in natural remedies and therapies, but they didn't trust them to be serious, no? at least not in Peru. Mm -hmm. And so I had this insight and I felt I had to do it very professionally. No, I had like to do it right. And so mm -hmm. then they gave me the distribution. I fly to the UK. I took some courses in the batch center. And when I was in the plane, flying back, I said, oh my God, what am I doing? Nobody knows this, how I'm going to sell it, how I'm going to communicate. And I was like in panic. <laughs> so... I'm amazingly brave of you, actually, just to like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, you know, you, you went all in and then you didn't, well, you didn't have the business plan. So it's just kind of a moment of doubt. <laughs> so yeah. how do you convince yourself to keep going? Well, because I have been that all the time, like intuitively, intuitively guided, then I, I'm obedient to that inner voice. And then I think, and maybe then I, I feel like, ah, <laughs> but I call distributors in Latin America to see how did they have done, no? And they mm -hmm. all told me you have to bring the education programs because nobody knows that, no, here. And so I started bringing the programs from the batch center, very professionally, the batch center, la, la, la. Mm -hmm. and so I, and then I discovered that this was wonderful because I had these little kids. I was a chicken mother. I didn't like to fly away <laughs> to, to courses, but, yeah. but I was kind of, yeah, uh, crazy one. to keep learning. Yeah, but I also wanted to learn these things and these things were, they were not able, they were not available in Peru at that time, no? So th then I said, mm. this is a very win-win situation, no? Mm. 
I bring yes. three teachers from abroad of all the subjects I'm interested in, and I can mm -hmm. learn from the from my country, from my house, no. And also, I can share it with other people here. And by the way, I can earn money. So it's it was a, a it was round perfect package, circle. No? Yeah, the perfect circle that you were bringing the knowledge to you instead of you having to go abroad and exactly. finding it and leaving your kids behind. So now it, it's like a confirmation that it's a myth that you can't have both things. You know, it might the thing is that it might not look as it might look in the movies or might not be an because you are kind of an executive. You are your CEO of your own company, right? And you are yeah. making it happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the creative yeah. director instead of the CEO, but maybe, <laughs> you know, more of on, on that thing. Yeah. It's more like, and also mm -hmm. I had a lot of support. No, the first year when, when they gave me the distribution, my husband helped a lot in, you know, in making the company. No? Yes, I, I hate the bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I had a lot of help. No, I have to be honest. Yes, but it, <laughs> but it, but it's interesting. Your husband's very pivotal. You mentioned this earlier that when you left home and you got married, that a lot of things changed for you. You went your own way. You defined yourself differently. And but you but you see what's magical is you always intended to have this perfect partner. So you sort of manifested him because yeah. you just didn't it never entered your consciousness that you wouldn't have a lovely, wonderful partner. And you've got obviously such a super one because not just an average man who's sort of like a father of your kids and a half decent bloke. Good, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've got a totally supportive partner who supported your business, supported you, you know, to to be the greatest mother. I mean, he's just sounds like he's romantic, he's lovely, and well done you but it's no accident and that's what we're trying to get across to people is you just never doubted it you didn't have visions of a grumpy bastard beating you up every day and i probably <laughs> did so i got one of those and uh whereas you didn't so <laughs> yeah but it's it's completely true it's completely true what you're saying you know and i i feel very identified with uh charito's story because that in a sense happened to me i left yeah. the corporate world and I and I all the most important things for me were relationships, mm -hmm. and you know, and I have a wonderful husband. Maybe he's not as holistic as, <laughs> as Charito, <laughs> but he's very good, and he does support me. You know, in some a little bit of a grumpy way sometimes, but uh, <laughs> he does support me, and 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 he takes care of the kids, and he was yeah. always a, a wonderful man. Yeah. And even though in the hard times that we've had together, I still was able to, you know, the good times. And uh, the blessings were much bigger than the, so that were the ones that uh, helped us bring up together. Yes, yes. Brilliant. Absolutely amazing. Well, I mean, unless yeah. you've got any more questions, I think, Maria, we've, we've gone through quite a lot of your life history now. I mean, it's a lovely story and, and it's not very often we actually meet people. There's a whole nother podcast in Supportive Husbands. Now, that would be stories of people with supportive partners. Because that. that's actually not always the case. And yes. I think there would be lovely stories of men. So they might be on another podcast next year, Maria. Yes. Watch yeah, out. Yeah. There's a and it, and it would be actually something, yeah, it would be actually be something good. Instead of all these movements now yeah. of yeah. helping women survive violence, yeah. maybe also it would be nice to kind of set the new intention yes. and the new and the positive part of the men that are actually good. Yeah. Yes, no, so there, there is exactly to talk there. about the yeah. So that's the whole another idea. See, you didn't realize you're going to possibly make another podcast. <laughs> so, um, Charito, do you have anything else that you are do you want to share uh, with us from from the center? Anything uh, yeah, coming up yeah. for me? Um, I think the center has life of its 
no and it, it keeps emerging no even now through these challenging times we have had to leave the house where we have had the center for 14 years no it was a beautiful huge oh. house and now we are beautiful, in a amazing house yeah mm -hmm. beautiful and now we are in a little apartment because everything has gone online, no? But mm -hmm. it, but it's okay. It's also it's okay. So in the the, the center has now like fourteen years. Mm -hmm. so, wow! 14 wow. Years. And yes. mm -hmm. and well, many things had happened through those years. I don't want to leave mm -hmm. the idea that's everything like in Disneyland, no? Uh, we have faced <laughs> many challenges, no? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. in the center we as a family also as a couple uh, everything's not like perfect no uh, yeah when i was a uh, young oh, oh or it is perfect but it is perfect in in, in, a, in, in the yeah. perfect way yeah. you know <laughs> perfectly yeah, yeah, perfect yeah. maybe so yeah. i think yeah so that is love in the end no so learning about love mm -hmm. is kind of learning about that mm -hmm. uh, acceptance mm -hmm. and commitment uh, mm. and unconditionality yes no? and when oh. i was uh, a teen i remember i when a guy you know some guys were interested in me and i i wasn't and my friends used to say i was kind of picky <laughs> and once my mother told me uh, what do you think you are <laughs> you are you know waiting for uh, the prince, prince blue prince. The blue, blue prince, prince. Yeah, the blue is charming. No, uh, no. Do you think you are the pink prince or what? <laughs> <laughs> and so she told me. So she told me, no, like first become the pink princess if you want the blue prince. Oh, <laughs> so, ah, ah. But I think it's a. <laughs> it kind of worked, yeah. So I think it's a life. It's a life task, no, to keep working on ourselves, on relationships, in love, and in our uh, assuming our purpose and kind of destiny that also you are purpose. creating, but never alone, no, because we are all always co-creating things, no. We, yeah, we also went four years to live abroad for my husband's work in a time. Uh, I kind of asked that to the ask that to the universe at that time because I had three little kids and the center start growing, growing, growing. And so then I have this kind of recess, but the center was always guided and protected. Mm -hmm. No, so Gosh. we never close it. And so I, I'm faithful. It has life of its own. No? <laughs> yeah, so, that's when I met I you. Think, yeah, uh, I remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I was going to tell like, as Marisa went to Hana, we are very happy uh, to say that Hana has been a space for many people to find themselves and also to meet other people in the same like path. Mm -hmm. And it has been like a, I don't know how to say this in English, but uh, like a platform, no? Yes. For yeah. many Plateau, a platform, yeah. Start, mm -hmm. Yeah, to start teaching, no? Because my husband and I, we were not teachers for, from the first many years, we didn't were like the protagonists. No, we we were like back backstage, like like mm -hmm. the hosts yeah. of all this. No, uh, mm -hmm. but well, now we are like very happy to have host these processes yeah. and to 
evolve through them, we too. So thank you very much. Oh, that's wonderful, Charito. Thank you so very thank much. You. Thank you so very much. And uh, if you have any information of a formation or a course, send me the information so I can share it in the show notes. And it's been yes. wonderful talking to you. And you keep enjoying that wonderful day at the beach. <laughs> yes, yes. We don't, we don't envy you at all, no. <laughs> All right. So, um, anything else you want to share with us? No, thank you very much, baby. You can find that find us in the in Google. Well, then I can send the, yeah, the address. Send I I'll post the link for the center. We will. Yes, we will indeed. Yeah. Link, so link, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep in touch. Okay. Thank so you so much, Maria. Take care. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. Blessing. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, Lisa. Bye, Marisa. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Dream Team Podcast. You can catch Lisa and Marissa every Monday and Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe and review and dream on.